the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And truth. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Hopes are dimming for another coronavirus relief bill from Washington as Congress returns to session. Talks between top Democrats and the Trump administration broke off last month and remain off track. Recent conversations among the key players have led to nothing. As Americans mark Labor Day, a research fellow with the Heritage Foundation says the day is an opportunity to honor the work Americans do for the betterment of society. There's always a future of work ahead of us, and there was a future of work ahead of you know workers a century ago. Um, and I think that will continue to shift, but we'll still have some manual labor jobs that will always be a part of the American economy. Rachel Gresler spoke to the Salem Radio Network. Also at townhall.com, rescuers and military helicopters airlifting 207 people to safety after an explosive wildfire trapped them in a popular camping area in California's Sierra National Forest. That was one of dozens fires burning Sunday amid record-breaking temperatures that strained the state's electrical grid and, for a time, threatened power outages for millions. Temperatures in the fire zones were in the 90s, but that was cool. Compared to many parts of the state, downtown Los Angeles reaching 111 degrees. The House committee chair says the attorney general is lying about foreign interference in our elections. House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff of California accuses Attorney General William Barr of lying when he said China posed the greatest threat to U.S. elections this year. In an interview with CNN, Schiff says that's just a plain false statement by the attorney general. Schiff's comments came just days after Barr was asked about U.S. intelligence, noting that Russia, China, and Iran are seeking to interfere in the 2020 elections. Asked whose meddling efforts were the most aggressive, Barr said the intelligence he'd seen showed that it was China. Correspondent Bernie Bennett. Wall Street is quiet today. No trading in observance for Labor Day. More on these stories at townhall.com. I know that on those tablets Mr. Moses brought down is the commandment to not covet. But I'll confess, my neighbor and his lawnmower is making it tough. He's got this stand-behind, ride-along space shuttle that covers probably three times more space than my trusty old lawn boy. So, when we have who mows the fastest races, which are completely fabricated in my head, he has some impressive advantages that I just don't have. And at our Faith and Family Mortgage Team, we're blessed to have a pretty special advantage of our own, and one that could be a big deal for you. Our team is lucky to be an arm of a bigger company that is a direct lender. Which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. An advantage that often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money on a refinance or new home purchase. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park, Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Miss any of uh, the great shows over the weekend here on... Freedom 1570, well, that's why we have our podcast page. Just click on the fan club page, register, and then you have access to all the podcasts, including Like It Matters Radio, which is coming your way next with Mr. Black here on Freedom 1570. 
forecast for today. Some clouds, a high near 70. Could see a scattered shower again tonight with a low near 50. Eric Metaxas believes a few opinions have been changed during the Republican National Convention. CNN allowed most of these amazing speeches to be aired by allowing these to be broadcast on CNN, which they don't normally do. Some people were uh, converted to the to the Trump side of things. The Eric Metaxas Show, Sunday mornings at 10 on Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is, this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Were you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-881-4242. 800-881-4242. 800-881-4242. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Radio, radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today... On Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about the angel inside. You know, uh, I, I love to read. I love to actually. I do less reading today. I do more listening, but it's the same concept. Love to read, uh, and uh, I've been listening to. Uh, I listen to about four or five books on Audible, uh, and uh, the one I've been listening to is Angel Inside. It's a great book. Uh, it's one of those stories within the stories. I would highly recommend you buy it to read it to, or buy it on audio, whatever it is, on whatever device you listen to things on. Uh, it was written in 2007 by a gentleman by the name of Chris Widener. Uh, and on Audible, he actually reads it himself. I always love when the author reads a book because they know what they meant to write. And so the flow and the way they elevate or pause or the pace all tends to lead to a deeper understanding of what the author wrote. And so really enjoying this book. And let me give you, I'll give you a little synopsis of the book. Uh, and it, this is what it says about itself. It says, according to legend, when a young boy asked the great Renaissance artist Michelangelo why he was working so hard hitting the block of marble that would eventually become his greatest sculptor, David, the artist replied, young man, there is an angel inside this rock and I'm setting him free. And it goes on to say, in The Angel Inside, the renowned consultant and career coach Chris Widener uses Michelangelo's words to explore the hidden potential that exists within all of us. And I think one of the reasons why I enjoy this book so much uh, is because it's basically what I do. 
you know, what I've been doing at Like It Matters, and you go to likeitmatters.net to read about it, is I've been helping people maximize the potentials they were created with. Uh, that's what I do. Um, it, the story I always like to give to explain what I do best is the story about George Bernard Shaw. George Bernard Shaw was a famous writer, and near the end of his life, he was with a group of reporters. And one of the reporters asked him a question and said, hey, George, yeah? He said, listen, if you were to get the chance to live your life all over again, so you could go back to the beginning, knowing what you know now, but this time you could pick to be anybody you want to be. You could be a leader, a religious leader, a politician, uh, anybody you want to be and live your life all, all over again. Just kind of curious, who would you want to be? And the author, the writer, thought about it for a second, you know, rubbed his chin, tilted his head like a good thinking posture would be. And he retorted, said, you know what? If I could live my life all over again and be the, 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 live my life, I would be the George Bernard Shaw I could have been. See, he didn't want to be somebody else. He wanted to be the person that he was created to be. And that's what I do. And that's a lot what this story is about. And what it goes through is it has the comparison, the analogy, the metaphor of a sculptor. And then he basically lays it beside all of us as we work to become who we're created to be, the George Bernard Shaw we could have been. And he talks about the four steps, you know, the, uh, you got to chip, you got to sculpt, you got to sand, you got to polish. And those four steps show up in our lives as well. And so I really enjoy the book. Uh, I really believe uh, you would enjoy the book as well. Uh, and today we're going to kind of go into step and we're going to break it down a little bit because it truly is a good book. It's uh, applicable to life. It's a great story. Uh, highly recommend the book. But uh, what I'd like to do, first of all, is share with you some words uh, of prose. You know, I didn't uh, know a lot about Maya Angelou, but I really enjoy her work. You know, I've uh, really been working over the last couple of years to study uh, more African-Americans. To You know, I want to walk in their shoes. I want to understand their pain because I believe what's going on right now is not helping the African-American community. I think it's making race situations worse. I think there's a lot of people that are not of color. Uh, that would be hesitant uh, to hire a person of color today because, oh my gosh, if something happens to them, since everything's looked through through the the, the, the frame of race, if anything at all happens to that person, they're going to cry racism. So if you got a, a, a man who works for you that every time anything happens, they want to sue your company, you're probably not going to hire that person. If uh, you have someone, maybe a woman, who has a history of filing sexual harassment lawsuits everywhere she goes... Uh, you might not want to hire that. I'm just telling you this. You got to look at this stuff. I've had people falsely accuse me in the past about things like what? Thought that I had money. Thought they were going to get some money from me. And then they realized I didn't have any money. And then they dropped what they were saying because it wasn't true. And so I just don't think that uh, what's going on right now is helping anybody. I don't see race relationships getting any better. You know, I live by the Bible. And the Bible, one of its core philosophies is uh, look at the fruit. You can tell a tree by the fruit. Uh, and boy, the fruit I see coming out of this Black Lives Matter stuff that's going on. I believe Black Lives Matter, first of all, let me say that. But believing Black Lives Matter and then this other organization that, that stole the name Black Lives Matter uh, are two different things. Yes, Black Lives Matter. I will defend uh, anybody, any human being, black, white, yellow, brown. And I do my best to reach out and help everybody. But I got to be honest with you. I do find more uh, joy in helping people of color just to hit that stigma. But so I want to share with you uh, these, uh, one of my favorite poems. It's written by Maya Angelou. It's called Still I Rise. 
You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may tread me in the very dirt, but still, like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Because I walk like I've got oil wells pumping in my living room. Just like moons and like suns with the certainty of tides. Just like hope springing high, still I'll rise. Did you want to see me broken? Bowed head and lowered eyes. Shoulder falling down like teardrops. Weakened by my soulful cries. Does my haughtiness offend you? Don't you take it awful hard? Because I laugh like I've got gold mines digging in my own backyard. You may shoot me with your words. You may cut me with your eyes. You may kill me with your hatefulness. But still like air, I'll rise. Does my sexiness upset you? Does it come as a surprise that I dance like I've got diamonds at the meeting of my thighs? Out of the huts of history, shame, I rise. Up from a past that's rooted in pain, I rise. I'm a black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling, I bear in the tide. Leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise. Into a daybreak that's wondrously clear, I rise. Bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave, I am the dream and the hope of the slave. I rise. I rise. I rise. And that's why I followed my Lord Jesus Christ. Because he has risen. And a righteous man will stumble seven times but get back up. But the wicked will stumble into ruin. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about that angel inside. Because that's what we want to uncover. We all have this incredible potential. You know, I study brains. I study the unconscious brain. You know, I can capture your fingerprints and give you a a 30-plus page report about your brain. We all have unlimited potential. Our brain has unlimited plasticity. I've worked with 10, 12, 13,000 people at an intimate level. All colors, all skin colors, all nationalities, all languages. And one thing I learned a long time ago, we're far more similar than we are different. We all want to love and be loved. We all want to know we matter. We all want to provide for our family. We all want to be safe and secure. We all want to have opportunities. We all want to keep hope alive. Right? We're far more similar than we are different. And when we let the world divide us, and we let other people decide us, boy, it puts me just beside myself. Because I know we're better than this. And I want to bring some healing, some reconciliation. Not between the races, because there's only one race. That's a lie. There's one race. The human race. In the Bible, I think it's the book of Acts, I think it's 1726, it says, we all come from the same blood. We all come from Adam. And the cool thing about what the world thinks, you know, I was, I was debating a guy on LinkedIn and he's a black professor and I'm this white guy. And I told him at the end of the debate, said, boy, the world values you far more than me. The world doesn't think you're, I'm worthy to even shine your shoes. But the grace, saving grace is my God looks at both of us the same. Sinners in the need of saviors. So I'm Mr. Black and today we're talking about the angel inside. We'll be back in three minutes. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Viktor Frankl. 
In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. Hi, Mike Hilborn here of Roof to Deck Decoration. If there was ever a year to decorate your home with Christmas lights, this would be it. I will personally meet with you to come up with a beautiful design for your home or business. We provide all of the Christmas lights, wreaths, garland, and extension cords. My employees, not subcontractors, will install the Christmas lights and greenery on your home. If a bulb burns out, we will fix it within 12 hours. We'll even take the lights down after the holidays and store them at our warehouse. Visit us at RoofToDeckDecoration.com. Wake up with the Freedom 1570 Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint in a detailed yet concise manner. Sign up at Freedom1570.com. Just use the keyword subscribe. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And I am Mr. Black, and today we are talking about the angel inside. And each and every one of us has an angel inside. And I'm on a little bit of a Maya Angelou kick today, so I thought I'd share with you uh, another poem by Maya Angelou called Touch by an Angel. We, unaccustomed to courage, exhaust from delight, live coiled in shells of loneliness until love leaves its high holy temple and comes into our sight to liberate us into life. Love arrives and in its train comes ecstasies, old memories of pleasure, ancient histories of pain. Yet if we are bold, love strikes away the chains of fear from our souls. We are weaned from our timidity in the flush of love's light. We dare be brave and suddenly we see that love costs all we are and will ever be. Yet it is only love 
which sets us free. And that's really the whole concept of what we're talking about today, is the concept of there's an angel inside of each and every one of us. And it's based on a great book, uh, Chris Widener. He wrote this in 2007. Uh, it's called The Angel Inside, uh, Michelangelo's Secrets for Re- Following Your Passion and Finding the Work You Love. And basically, he goes into the concept that there are four essentials that take you from the raw material to the finished piece, although there is no time parameters. So he says the four stages are chip, sculpt, sand, and polish. And it's a great story within a story with a guy who's kind of burnt out. He's been in Florence, Italy uh, for like a five-day trip. Uh, and the last day of his trip, the last night before he's to leave, the last day before he's to leave, uh, he runs in this old man. And this old man, all good stories within the story are kind of like this. This old man takes him on a journey. And he looks, takes a look at David. And uh, he uses David. And the way the statue of David, probably the, the most famous <clears throat> statue in the world. And boy, you got to be careful because they're going to rip that one down too because David had slaves. Yeah. He had a concubine too. He had hundreds of women, wives. And so, boy, at some point, they're going to probably have to destroy the statue of David. Probably the most expensive statue in the world because David <clears throat> had slaves. He had a concubine. He was a womanizer. So, uh, boy, I don't know what's going to happen to Michelangelo's uh, David, but uh, we could be in trouble. And so I want you to think about this, though. We have these four steps, chip, sculpt, sand, and polish. So I'm going to go through all these with you. But I want you to understand there's not a timeline on these. You know, there are times, Kairos, remember, Ecclesiastes 3 says that there's a time for everything, a time to laugh, a time to cry, a time to plant, a time to harvest, a time to grow, a time to rest, a time to work, you know, all those things. And remember, the, the, the word that we translate into Greek, I mean, into time, has two different Greek words. So we see it in English as time, but there are two different Greek words that we translate into that same word time, but they have different meanings. There's chronos and there's kairos. Chronos is the time on your watch, the sundial, the time of day, where we're at in relation to the 24-hour cycle or clock, whatever you want to call it. Kairos is a dispensation. Kairos, uh, the time is now. Kairos, it's time for some loving. Kairos, it's playtime. Kairos, it's hammer time, right? <laughs> it's not a time on your clock. But it is a time. Right now, we live in the time of the Gentiles, the time, the dispensation of mercy and grace. But there will come a time of judgment. There will come a time where God needs to bring his children, the Jews, back in the fold. And he needs to deal with the curse that was placed on planet Earth in the Garden of Eden. And that time is called the Great Tribulation. And I'm thankful that I do not believe that at that time I will be on this planet. I will be in heaven uh, with God after the great rep- rapture. Uh, what do they call it? The rapido. <laughs> I don't know what they call it in Greek or Latin. I'm not sure. But rapturo, that's what it is, rapturo. And so it's interesting because this is a great metaphor for human beings. And he says that we need to understand these four essentials that take us from the raw material. And let me suggest the raw material is you as a child. See, by the time a child, child is six years old, a majority of our map of reality is in place. And we live in a family structure, a family of origin. And unfortunately, more than not, have bad childhoods. We got hurting people hurting people. We got broken people raising children. 
We live in a world where everybody's working, everybody's busy, everybody's into the me generation, right? Taking their selfies and blogging about themselves and taking videos and putting a Snapchat of them having sex or them thinking because it's all about us, right? And here's the sad part. I teach leadership. And you can go to leadership, uh, uh, actually, you can go to Leadership Awakening, that would change your life. But you can go to uh, likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net, and you can read all about the leadership training that we do. But you got to realize that what happens is as a child, we have to get through our childhood. And we create maps of reality. We, we create a survival mode to get through it uh, as healthy and easy as possible. Now, not everybody had a bad childhood. Some are blessed with a good childhood. Some have no idea how much they're blessed that they have mom and dad, that they weren't beaten on or molested or abused, that they had a pretty healthy childhood. And because they're not aware, like I am, because they haven't walked with tens of thousands of people in their pain, that that's a rarity, and that's something you should really be pleased about and uh, um, feel, should feel blessed to have. But what happens as we go through life, especially young life, we create belief systems based on how other people treat us, what we see externally. Because we're little meaning makers. That's what the study of logotherapy is. It's man's will to meaning. That's why a little kid will always ask, why daddy? Why mommy? Why does he talk to him that way? Why are they doing that? Why are they? Don't you get the connecting dots? If A, then B. We call those belief systems. And by the time a child is six years old, the structure, the base of that belief system is in place. And why does this matter? It matters critically because everything we do or do not do is driven by belief. Yep. Those of you that listen regularly to the show, you listen regularly because of a belief, whether you like me or don't like me. Those of you who listen to the show, and this will be the last time you ever listen to it, is because of what you believe. Everything we do or do not do is driven by belief. And yet, I'm going to tell you right now, the structure, the house of cards that is your belief system, there are beliefs in there that were put in there years ago. There are beliefs in there that are on the unconscious level. There are things that you've connected, if A, then B, that should have never been connected. There are belief systems that you have that are not true, that do not serve you well. And no better picture than to see that than look at the news. You see all these people believing something that's not true. Believing that that, uh, here in America we're systematically racist. Oh, my gosh. I was talking to my wife who's a lot younger than me. And her dad was into sports, so she was forced to watch a lot of sports. And so she she knows who John Madden is or was. I'm not sure if he's still alive. But I said, well, you know Howard Cosell. You know, he was the original John Madden. She goes, Howard Cosell? Never heard of him. I go, I promise you, if you heard his voice, you would know him. Um, her dad watched all kinds of sports. Her dad's a, a, a sports fanatic. Why do I bring up Howard Cosell? Because 37 years ago, and I guess it was 1983 because she looked this up, Howard Cosell, the voice of sports, if you ever watched the Muhammad Ali fight, you'd hear Howard Cosell's vo- voice. I mean, I think they were friends. I'm pretty sure they were friends. And yet, millionaire, the number one voice for sports, he was fired. Why? Because he said some comments that bothered people. I remember there was something about, um, you know, black genealogy and the why black people are better at sports. I mean, we went through this whole thing. And back then, to, to say that was considered so racist. I'm not sure if today if it would be or not, because you have people of color saying stuff like that all the time. I mean, Nick Cannon, 
Nick Cannon just told you all that the, the reason why white people are so angry and bitter because they're less than, because they don't have any melatonin. And since melatonin affects so much that black people are a better race than white people. But no one wants to kill Nick Cannon. He lost one job. The guy's a multimillionaire. Uh, the guy has all kinds of people offering jobs and all that. You know, you know, uh, you know the black people came to his rescue, Right. But if a white person said that, just change the, wherever you hear black, you put white. And wherever you hear white, you put black. It'd be not okay. That is clearly racist. And But yet, we're, we're, we look the other way. Because the lie is, you know, that you can only be racist if you're white. You can't be racist if you're black. That's just crazy. Just crazy. And so that's what happens. See, those are belief systems that don't serve us well. Those belief systems are destroying us. If I never have to take personal responsibility, and you're going to find out what we talk about today, because in the phase called sanding, which is an important phase of sculpting, he equates it to a lot of struggles, a lot of pain, a lot of adversity. So I love the book Upside of Adversity by Oz Hillman. You know, it's incredible. And so this is an important radio show because each of us has an angel inside. Each of us has this unlimited potential. We all have 10 innate intellects. And God gave us all, if you take those 10 intellects, there's a score of 100 over all 10. And guess what? Everybody's got 100. We're unique. We're different. You have DNA that nobody else has. You have so many things, fingerprints that nobody has. You have a tongue print that nobody has. You have feet prints that nobody has. You shape your ears nobody has. Your voice is nobody else's. Your, the way you walk, gate technology, where they can identify you now without seeing your face just by the way you're walking, they are unique to you. And also our struggles, our pain, all unique. I don't think LeBron James has struggled in life. And I'm going to tell you right now, LeBron James kids are privileged. Kanye West kids are privileged. Got my point? Thomas Sowell's kids are privileged. You got my point? The founder of uh, BET's kids, privileged. Privileged means you have more opportunities. And some people are more privileged than others. NFL football players, celebrities, all their kids are privileged. Lori Lawton's kids, privileged. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to go beyond the surface and we're going to start identifying the angel inside. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. 
George Floyd's death sparked national outrage and propelled the country to confront issues of race and justice like few times before in our history. But between partisan politics and protests, the question remains, are we tackling the issue of race in America honestly? Tough questions like this are here to stay and demand fair and truthful responses if we want to move toward a better collective future. That's why we're bringing national media host Larry Elder together with author and commentator Candace Owens for a -a one-of-a-kind virtual event, Unbiased, Unvarnished Truth Behind Race in America. Stream Unbiased live on September 17th as Larry and Candace share personal stories and present a straightforward account of the real issues of race in this country. Don't miss this important discussion in a pivotal season in our nation. Get your tickets today at freedom1570.com. Unbiased is brought to you by Roof to Deck Decoration, the Christmas lighting people. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black. And today, we're talking about the angel inside. We're talking about the vision it has to have for a sculptor, someone like Michelangelo, to take a huge block of granite, and inside that block of granite, see the David inside of it to see the angel inside. And so it's a great book. I think his name is Michael Widener. Chris Widener wrote it in 2007. I'm listening to it on audio or audible. It's a great book. I'd highly recommend it. And that today, that's what I want to talk about. How do you get the angel inside of you outside? And there's a four-step process that he used as a metaphor, uh, which I think is absolutely appropriate. I use the same thing. I do it differently. But these are sound and founded principles. They work. Uh, Let me share a a poem with you. The author is unknown. Uh, It said, uh, when God wants to drill a man, when God wants to drill a man and thrill a man and skill a man, when God wants to mold a man to play the noblest part, when he yearns with all his heart to create a great and bold demand, that all the world shall be amazed, watch his methods, watch his ways, how he ruthlessly perfects whom he royally elects, how he hammers him and hurts him, and with mighty blows converts him into trial shapes of clay which only God understands while his tortured heart is crying and he lifts beseeching hands. How he bends but never breaks when his good he undertakes, how he uses whom he chooses and which every purpose fuses him, but every act induces him to try his splendor out. God knows what he's about. Now the author is unknown, but I believe that I know where it came from. 
because yesterday I shared a poem that was much longer uh, by Angela Morgan, and she was around the late 1800s. And Angela's poem is called When Nature Wants a Man. It's a great poem. Listen to yesterday's radio show, uh, and you will find out. You'll hear me reading it. But that's a great poem, and that's really what it's about. And today, we want to talk about how do we get the angel inside, outside. And so we're using the book by Chris Widener, The Angel Inside, Michelangelo's Secret for Following Your Passion and Finding your work and love. And he said that basically there's four steps for a, a sculptor, someone like Michelangelo, and those same four steps apply to us. And so I want to go through those for you because I think it's ap- ap- appropriate, it's applicable, uh, and they're actually good. I thought he did a good job. So the first step, he says, is a chip. You know, think about this. You've got this huge piece of marble. And by the way, I, as I was studying this a little bit, I found out that the, the piece of marble that Michelangelo cut out the David from, uh, someone else had been commissioned to do it earlier. And he had had it for a decade or so, and he didn't have a vision of what that would become, what's inside that chunk. And I think Michelangelo was the second, maybe third, he might have been the third person who was commissioned. And he had to see what was inside of it. And that's why the sto- it leads into the book with a story, according to legend, when a young boy asked the great Renaissance artist Michelangelo why he was working so hard hitting the block of marble that would eventually become his greatest sculptor, David, the artist replied, young man, there's an angel inside this rock, and I'm working to set him free. And the angel inside, the renowned consultant and career coach, I'm just reading what he wrote, uh, Chris Widener, uses Michelangelo's words to explore the hidden potential that exists within all of us. And so if you picture that big old mar- block of marble, right, then you realize that the first thing they got to do, they got to chip. And the story they talk about, uh, the first thing, they have this big old piece of marble, and they stick the, uh, the, the chisel up there, and they hit it with a hammer, and a big old chunk comes off. That's a chip. He's chipping away the excess outer parts. And you see, we all have parts of us that are holding us back. You know, I, I equate it to a boat in the water. You know, I do a lot of work in Minneapolis. Minneapolis is my second home. And uh, there's a lot of lakes, more than 10,000, I believe. And if you have a boat in the water for an extended period of time, at some point you need to pull that boat out of the water. Why? Because you've got to scrape the hole. Because stuff attaches to it. Matter of fact, I've seen signs when I've been driving through Arkansas and other places with a lot of outdoor waterways where they talk about uh, passengers, uh, you know, people, uh, you know, uh, getting a ride. And what they're talking about is little creatures. Little creatures in one body of water will attach to the boat, and then they'll take that boat in another body of water, and you're basically, it's a moving company for that, that entity, for that bug, for that mollusk, for that bacteria, for whatever it is, that it attaches to the boat, and then you take the boat out of the water, and then you take the boat and put it in a different thing of water, and then that thing that was attached detaches and now has a brand new home. And ladies and gentlemen, we do the same thing. We go through life... And stuff attaches to us. You know, my leadership training, again, you can read about it, likeitmatters.net. We talk about blocks to leadership. Because what happens, we go through life, and then we connect dots. If A, then B. And then we create a structure of what's called a belief system. And those belief systems sound like this. Uh, I don't speak well in public. Uh, I I need eight hours of sleep to function. Um, I don't do well in this type of environment. Uh, I I don't perform well around these type of people. Um, I'm not really that good. I'll never amount to much. 
Uh, every time I get close to having something good, I sabotage myself. Don't you hear it? Stinking thinking. Belief systems. If A, then B. And that's one thing I do in my leadership training is I, I, I deal with those. Because everything we do or do not do is driven by belief system. And yet most people don't know what they believe. And so part of the process of life to get that angel inside is, is we got to chip away. we got to chip away some of the things that have attached to us. Some of the uh, family of origin issues. You know, my dad was an alcoholic and beat on us on a regular basis. <clears throat> you don't think I had a lot of issues? It's the reason I'm here today. I had so much rage. I was on my own at 16 years old. Went in the Army at 17 years old. Well, yeah, it was my late 16s, almost 17. I lived, uh, my, my dad kicked me out. He beat on me one last time, and I didn't respond the way he wanted me to, crying and wailing. And so he kicked me out, which was the best day of my life uh, before I accepted Jesus Christ. And man, I've spent 30, 40 years working on chipping some, away some of that stuff that I put in place to fill the gaps, to make sense of the pain and the hurt I went through. And so we need to chip some things away. But you know what stops us? Pain. Physical pain. Psychological pain. Emotional, spiritual pain. Why? Because hurting people hurt people. Have you ever been to a massage or been to a doctor where you're going for a doctor and got something wrong and they push on a certain spot and you go, ow, and you, you pull back? That's why we don't chip away at stuff. Because of pain. Because I learned a long time ago this universal truth. Hurting people hurt people. That's why, you know, the old saying is guns don't kill people, people kill people. Hurting people hurt people. And you can ban all the guns you want. People use knives. Please, I'm just being honest with you. If you're going to take me out, if you're going to kill me, please put a bullet in my head. Please don't chop me up. We got so much hatred, so much bitterness. We dismember people. That, that tech CEO, young guy, 33 years old, who was dismembered, cut up in his apartment, just happened a couple days ago. And it was his assistant that did it. And I watched a lot of forensic files. I lots of water, watched a lot of Dateline. And oh my gosh. What we'll do to each other. I mean, you had these three guys a couple of days ago out there fishing. It was in Florida. And they, these other three guys brutally butchered these people, massacred them, killed them. I mean, they, they found the guys now. Hurting people hurt people. You ban guns, they'll use knives. And now people take their cars and run over people. Right? See, there are parts of us that need to be chipped away. And if we become the person that we are intended to be, chipping is taking off what doesn't belong. You know, it was A.W. Excuse me, A.W. Tozer that said, "It is doubtful whether God can bless a man greatly until He has hurt him deeply." And it was Oz Hillman that added to that said, "God has a mission for your life and mine, but before we can carry out that mission, we must go through the boot camp of adversity." And we used to look forward to adversity. But now, adversity becomes just a reason to blame the world for being racist, uh, for being sexist, misogynist, homophobic. You know, the problem is when it's always everybody else, when everything that ever bad happens to us is because there's bad people around you, because the world's against you, then what lacks is personal responsibility. We never have to take a look at ourselves because we're so busy blaming everybody else. I don't care how good or how bad your life is. There are things that have attached to you, just like they've attached to me. 
that we need to shave off. We need to chip off. The old chip off the old block, right? The problem is a lot of people have a chip on their shoulder day. Anger begets anger. Hatred. You know, Dr. King said, hate cannot drive out hate. Racism cannot drive out racism. You got to get that. And the next step after chipping is sculpting. And sculpting is just at a different level. It's a finer work. It's the fine art of slowly and delicately revealing the form and beauty of the piece, the details, its uniqueness. We're all unique. We all come from the same genetic pool, the old God pool, if you will. I think 99.9% of our DNAs affect uh, the same. I've heard 95, I've heard 99, I've heard 99.9. But what's also similar is we all hurt. We all want to love and be loved. And there's a unique individual in each and every one of us. Remember, I can take your fingerprints that nobody else has and give you a 30 to 40 page print out of your brain without asking you a single question. And I've done, I don't know, a couple of hundred of them. And no two sets of fingerprints are the same. No two sets of gifts and talents are the same. No two brain maps are ever the same. So that's what sculpting's at. This is where the artist begins to transform the marble into what it's becoming. Because we hide our true inner selves and we become what others decide instead of who we have been designed. That's the key. We then must actively form the life we want to lead. You know, the tools for a sculptor are limited, but they're just few. But the tools of an individual are many. So I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes talking about the angel inside on Like It Matters Radio. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Whoa. Look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. In a lawsuit, a little extra liability protection can go a long way. Call Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. A personal liability umbrella policy from American Family Insurance offers a million dollars or more of coverage over and above the limits of your auto and home policies. And it's affordable. For details, contact Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. Call 651-460-3333. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin, 53783. 
You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like Freedom 1570 on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Black, and you are back for our last segment. And today we're talking about the angel inside. We're referencing a great book. Uh, I think his name is Chris Widener that wrote it about 13 years ago. Highly recommend it. It's called The Angel Inside. It's called, uh, and then the subtitle is Michelangelo's Secrets for Following Your Passion and Finding the Work You Love. Highly recommend it. And so we're talking about the four steps of the uh, sculptor, uh, uh, chip, sculpt, sand, and polish. And I'm finishing up talking about sculpting. If you missed any of this radio show, go to likeitmattersradio.com. Likeitmattersradio.com. You can listen to this and many other archived messages. An hour, it's all I'm asking. An hour of power, we call it, because you had unlimited plasticity in your brain. If you don't use it, though, you're going to lose it. And this show is about training us to think. You don't have to agree with me. You don't have to think like I think as in the outcome. But I want to teach you how to think, how to process, how to know what you know, how to believe what you believe, and how to back it up logically, soundly. And maybe as you're figuring this out, maybe they're going to realize, and it happens all the time, that there are beliefs that you have that are not serving you well, that are not found in the truth. That's why I do my leadership training. You can go to likeitmatters.net to read about it. But I deal with those belief systems because everything we do or do not do is driven by belief system. So we're talking about sculpting. And sculpting's about, uh, you know, letting out what's inside. You know, we hide our true inner selves and we become what others decide instead of who we're meant to be. And so we must actively form the life we intend to lead. And that really is what sculpting's about. And he goes on to say the tools for a sculptor are limited, uh, are few, but the tools of an individual are many. We've got to sculpt the life that we want. That's why we talk about three steps to becoming your dreams. Want it, create it, live it. And the create it part is beginning with the end of mind, and that's really what he's talking about. Sculpting the life that you want to have. Sculpting the person that you want to be. And he says that within, as a human being, as a leader under construction, that we have two areas, two tools available. He says people. He said the people in our lives affect us. And by the way, I study this. We will never rise above the quality of the people we hang out with. And he suggests, and so do I, hang out with people that are better than you, that have traits that you want. Don't be the top dog in your circle of influence. You want to be the bottom dog because that way you're always working to get up. But if you're the top dog, you're always looking down. They're going to pull you down. I'm just telling you that right now. People can elevate you or people can pull you down. 
So it's really important the type of people you have around you. You'll never rise above the quality of the people you hang out with. Parents, you need to understand this about your kids. Make sure they're hanging out with good kids, people who believe uh, in the Bible, people who believe in doing good, people who, whose parents are good people. And he says the second things are books, but I'm going to say books and experiences. Remember, we have five portals to our entry, right, of our, what's called experience. We see things, we hear things, we experience things, and we smell things, and we taste things. Every single memory we have is stored in one or all five of the senses. You can't store a memory any other way. We are sensory-based individuals. The mind is a sensory-based organ. Once you realize that, it's the whole basis of NLP. It's the whole basis of uh, transactional analysis. Uh, so I, I, this is how you're made. I just teach you how you work so you can work a lot better. Uh, books and experiences. You know, if you're around people that are constantly abusing the other sex, you're going to start abusing the other sex. If you're constantly around people that are focused on everything's racist, you're going to start saying everything is racist. If you're around people that are constantly attacking and berating and belittling, you're eventually going to start attacking, belittling, berating. It's just you become what you're around, you, you, especially if you understand fingerprints. A majority of fingerprints, more than half, are loops. And loops are affected. They're affected by their environment. You can be one thing in one environment and something totally different in a totally different environment. And boy, majority of fingerprints are loops, and that's one of the traits of a loop. It's the neural pathway. And it's, 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 it copies what it's in. It becomes what it's in. And so you got to be careful. You know, it's the boiling frog syndrome. If you put a frog in a pot of boiling water, if it's alive, the stupid creature is going to jump out. But supposedly if you put it in a pot of lukewarm water and you slowly bring it to a boil, you might want to have garlic butter ready. You got my point? So you've got to chip away the stuff that never was part of your experience, that you've carried on, that never should have been there. The fear of rejection, low self-esteem, whatever they are. And then you got to sculpt. In other words, you got to now identify what is that best possible you inside of the leftover pieces. And then once you get those other parts off, then you got to go into the fine-tuning. And the fine-tuning is called sanding. And that's the third step. And sanding is about removing the rough spots. You know, we're coming in the final form, but now we need to smooth the rough and finalize the form. Sanding represents being worn down. You know, and I'm not necessarily saying in a bad way. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell you it's not in a bad way. It's in a positive way. You know, if you're going to play big in life, you're going to have obstacles. And last time I checked, God uses obstacles to help us. Remember the 12 spies in the book of Numbers? As the Israelites were getting ready to go in the promised land, they sent in 12 spies, one from each of the tribes. And they came back, and 10 had negative reports, and only Joshua and Caleb had positive reports. And I'll never forget what Joshua said. I think it was Joshua. He said, only do not rebel against the Lord, and do not be afraid of the people of the land, for they will be like bread for us. Do you hear that? In other words, he's saying our adversaries are food. It grows us. That's in Numbers 14.9. And out of the two million people, roughly, that left Egypt, only two, Joshua and Caleb, entered the promised land. All other people did. But they were born on the journey. Because they were a two-week journey wound up being 40 years. Because what happened was they were carrying, those Israelites were carrying a lot of things from Egypt into the promised land. And God said, I'm not going to let you take all that bulk in the promised land. So God, in the 40 years, was, chipped, was chipping them, was sculpting them was sanding them. And in the great tribulation, he will bring them back in the fold and he will polish them. And so you got to understand this. 
adversity, suffering, struggles. They make us who we are. That's what blows me away about this whole victimhood thing we're in right now. Adversity is a food that makes us great. Most people that have achieved significance have had suffering. You look at people like Muhammad Ali. You look at people like Jackie Robinson, Martin Luther King Jr. And I'm not, right now I'm just focusing on black people because we're so focused on black. But man, look at Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was known as the man of sorrows, familiar with grief. And God says he uses our adversity to grow us. Romans 5 says not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings. Knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. you got to get that. It makes us into the creatures that we are called to be, right? 2 Corinthians 4, 8-10, through 10, we are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus, so that life of Jesus may also be revealed in our bodies. Adversity can be the food of champions. Stop playing the victim, or it could be your ticket to victimhood and a free meal. And then, after all that, then we polish. The final step, the part of life that makes us beautiful when we get to shine. When other people say, I want to be him. I want to do what he does. I, right? We all want to jump to the final stop. You know, how many people have I met that want to play trainer? They don't want to go through what I've been through in 30 years. They don't want to go through the hurt and the tears and the pain and the self-introspection. They don't want to go through all that. I remember hearing a story one time about a pastor a well-known pastor, and he had you know groupies like all famous people have groupies. And this young man would follow this guy around wherever he did anything. He would show up, and uh, one day he got a chance to meet him. They called for an altar call. He said, "Come up and I'll pray for you." So he figures, man, this is my chance to meet my hero. And so he goes up and he stands in line. He finally gets up there with him, uh, and he says, "Man, uh, what can he, the guy says, what can I pray for you?" He goes, I'll "Pray that I can I can do what you're doing. I, I want to be just like you." I, I, I want to, to lead people. I want to preach. I want to bring thousands to Christ. I want to have a huge ministry. So pray that for me. And so with that, he sat the guy down. And he told everybody to sit down. He said, this gentleman brought up such a good point that I think we should pray as a whole. I'm going to lead us all into prayer for this gentleman. He says, Lord God, and he called out his name. He said, I pray that this gentleman has a church that walks out on him, has people that criticize him, has church splits under him, has himself doubt that he's doing what he's supposed to, that he cries out to God to wonder why God isn't helping him, that he does all those things, that you you bring him the pain, you bring him the misery, you bring him the disappointment, all the things that I had to go through to become who I am today. And that boy left shaken because he wanted to go to the polish, but he didn't want to go through the chip to the sculpting and the sanding. Ladies and gentlemen, no shortcuts. If you want to play great, you got to go through the refiner's process. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
This is Albert Bowler with another word about the upcoming election. There is so much at stake. We might not be able to vote as conveniently as we voted before, but that just puts on Christian citizens the responsibility to work even harder to make sure that we vote and that our vote counts. Too much is at stake to sit this election out. So, whatever it takes, go vote. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we recognize that this school year was a little different for you, with families learning how to work and learn from home together. We also recognize that this won't last forever. As you look ahead to the fall and a new chapter in your child's education, TwinCitiesTuitions.com will proudly be here to help with 50% off your students' first year at a brand new school. To see a full list of our partnering schools or for more information, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Ringing 